Yeah. Oh, okay. The one thing I, I wasn't thinking about, uh, and I it reminded when I went, took a nap that um, the, the one trip that was was important to us was in 2014, and and uh, we traveled as far as uh, uh, just below St. Louis, and uh, I, I I wanted to go to St. Louis, but we were in Branson, Missouri, and Grandma needed her hair done, so and there was a gentleman sitting out. Some for we got talking, and and uh, he lived in Branson, but it turned out that he had was previously in St. Louis, and and I said, oh great, I'm going to St. Louis next. What what's the highlight I should see? And he says, he said, don't go to St. Louis. And I said, what? And he said, he said, there's nothing but but criminals that prey, prey on elderly people because they know they're defenseless. And, uh, uh, and he said this was actually before Ferguson, and, and uh, now I don't know. It could, be, it could be worse. So Graham and I changed our plans, and we went north instead of northeast, and uh, we came to a little town that was... Uh, Quaint, quaint town, and and the manager of the motel was, uh, I don't know. I guess when he heard the girl check us in and said we're from California, he he uh, he personally was guiding us around the motel, and and uh, uh, he was spending a little, a couple of days were there. He spent a little time with us, and. And I, I said, boy, that's very unusual for a manager to, you know, to use either try to avoid people so they don't ask questions. But, but um, he, he, in fact, he, we, we were eating dinner at the, the motel, and and he, uh, they had a restaurant in there also, and he said that he would come up and sit and visit with us, and then. Uh, one time he went and got his wife and brought her over to visit with us, and he said, I'd, we're thinking about we'd like to go to California, and I said, I gave him my card, and I said, boy, if you do, you're, you know, our home is, is your home anytime you're there, and it never, it never did come about, but I thought, uh, you know, I never run across someone who was that congenial to us and polite and not not um, standoffish, so we left from there. We started heading west, and and um, we got to the last town in Kansas before going into Colorado. And, and I told the young gentleman at the motel, I said we're going to um, the the Children's Hospital in in Colorado because uh, I just you know told him the situation about. Our, our little great first great grandson being born in the situation that he was he was born in, and he said, uh, "Oh, he said uh, you don't want to be around that hospital because it's in Aurora, and 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 he said Aurora is probably the most crime-ridden place in the Denver area." And I said, "Ooh, where should we go?" And he says, "Well, I I would I would I wouldn't." I would stay north, so uh, uh, we we got in the area, and I called Joshua. I called you and asked you, you know, where I could stay, and so you named a few places, and 
we did get out uh, probably, I can't remember what, it might have been nine or ten miles north of, of uh, the hospital, and it was a very, very, uh, quite a unique place, uh, uh, this beautiful area and uh, what was desert around it, farming and desert, and uh, we stayed there for I think it was four days, and each day we would drive back to the hospital to see uh, Brooke and, and Josh and, and Josiah as as much as we could see them, and and it was amazing to us what what uh, the problems he went through in in birth and and what they were able to do with him, and uh, before. Before I, we had traveled that year, I had a dermatology appointment, and my dermatologist had married a girl from Colorado and knew all about the area, and he was telling us about how it was a military base and that it was closed and, and, and that um, the Denver area took it over and uh, made a hospital complex out of it. And uh, we found out that uh, the alarming thing about the area it wasn't it wasn't called because it was like a city uh, within a, another area, and so safe and and uh, was all uh, secure. So that was kind of a highlight of one of our trips. And then uh, we left there and and. Uh, start heading on home but but we were glad that we were able to take the time and and um, see Josiah at such a young age and and now we're then the next time we saw him of course he was grown up quite a bit and and that was uh, you didn't even know that he was premature and had all the problems that he did but but was um, a fine young young man so that was our our experience in that trip, and made it kind of a, a highlight. Even though we had six trips, we traveled in that period of time from from um, actually seven from 2011 to 2016. When Grandma got to West Nile in 2015, we thought that would be the end. But we uh, I had bought a uh, a walker. Uh, uh, before we left, and uh, I tried her to get, and she couldn't handle the walker, but but she she could still walk at that time with my assistance, and so we got around, and we found out that um, as we traveled before, we would stay one night in a in a motel unless it was uh, area that we wanted to see more of. But so we decided to stay two nights in every motel, and it took us. I think it took us almost three weeks to get to uh, uh, Windsor, and uh, should have been only about four days, probably. But we we uh, we we took, purposely took our time so that it wouldn't be stressful for for Grandma. So we had that year, and then we traveled to 2016, and always uh, Windsor was always our destination. But she made it through, but after that, um, she was never well enough to, to do traveling again. So we were fortunate that we 
did get that period of time before she was affected by the West Nile. And, and of course, um, that was her West Nile was in 2015, and and her Parkinson's was de detected in 2018. So after that, Parkinson's really had more damage to her than the West Nile did. So we um, we we didn't do any traveling anymore, and we were thankful that we were able to to go that uh, that year before and and see see the family and and see Josiah and I remember Joshua held Josiah in his hand <laughs> this little thing was <laughs> I think he only weighed a pound and a quarter or something or maybe a pound and a half was the smallest human I'd ever seen in my life I couldn't believe that that uh, anyway do you remember? That, you remember holding him? Yeah, I do. It was it, it was scary because it looked so fragile, you know. That I thought, boy, if I if I move a finger, I could. <laughs> but uh, it it was amazing to me how God directed that. He had so many. He had so many for that that little. Had so many operations that I, I couldn't believe it. I. I I'm mixed up in the amount of day. I think we stayed at least four days in that motel and and drove back and forth. But but uh, it was certainly a stressful time for Josh and Brooke. But but uh, I'm sure they look back at it in times and think, uh, you know, it it made them stronger and made Josiah stronger by having to, having to go through that. That was a hard time. Boy, I, I just, I just, we, Grandma and I just couldn't imagine you having to go through. After, you know, we we had five children and to watch them being born and and uh, uh, with, with no problems and to see that this a tiny, I, I just, you know, we always thought babies were little, but boy, you couldn't hold them in your hand. And the first time I saw Joshua hold Josiah in his hand, it was just, that was the smallest living thing I'd ever seen. So. Do you remember when we first told you you were going to be great-grandparents? When you told us that we were going to be great-grandparents? Uh, Boy, you know, everything happened so fast, and I, I don't, no, I don't recall that. I think it was in March. It was during Grandma's birthday party in 2014, I think. We were out here. Oh. And, uh, oh, you, oh, you had come out here, yeah. Of course, of course, everything was normal then, and uh, nobody would have the idea that, yeah. I I remember thinking that your first child and how how uh, how well how well you handled it and how such an emergency and you made the right decisions. Uh, you could have you could have easily made the wrong decision and what to do with her with with Brooke. 
and uh, otherwise it, it probably probably uh, within a day could have been a disaster or maybe even hours that uh, you got the emergency to get her in the, the first house where she went into in um, uh, what was that that was in Fort Collins right? Fort Collins yes yeah. Fort Collins and uh, and I guess from there they helicoptered him to Valley Children's well uh, I'll have to backtrack a little bit when talking about my dermatologist. So, so he told me about, it and he said, he said, they're they're really fortunate to be in that area because um, Children's Hospital of Colorado was probably rated either the fourth or fifth in the nation as far as uh, you know, as far as. Uh, their ability to do emergencies, so uh, felt pretty pretty comfortable that uh, you know he was well taken care of. Our first great grandchild, boy, it it um, <laughs> it, it made us uh, think, boy, we went through that, and like I said before, never thinking that we would live long enough to see a, a great grandchild since our our children weren't having uh, having their babies birth to as young as we did and uh, we thought it would <laughs> it would take a long time and it, and it did for us but um, uh, it, we, we welcomed it and God give us the opportunity to be stay around and and be healthy enough that that we could, of course. That's that was before Fran had the West Nile, so she was she was able to get around real good in those days. Did you have any other stories you wanted to share? Otherwise, I I guess I came up with a couple questions, but mm. um, let's talk about um, hot dogs and soda. Why do you why do you drink a soda when you have a hot dog? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It always it, it seemed like a natural combination to have a have a soda with a hot dog, and even to this day, we um, we still always have a case of Seven Up in the garage, so that it, when we eat something that we think is a little different food than we should be eating, we always have a Seven Up. We always say, Ah, the Seven Up kills whatever we're. <laughs> We, I know we always have a Seven Up when we have pizza, and uh, Grandma Grandma loves Seven Up. We're able to to share when someone comes, and and uh, we have uh, volleyballers that are practicing. It's it's uh, Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, and and they can't use the school facilities. On a on a holiday, so they they're able to come back and use this facilities and 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 uh, I was always I always thought that how, how grateful I was that we were able to build a structure that that was uh, big enough to equip our farming operation and also uh, Darren could could make room in in this that that he could. That they could uh, practice volleyball. They practiced. I think we had 
seven teams at practice for about four months uh, prior to going to Florida to be in the national uh, tournaments. And uh, we were, of course, they, you know, they, they think it's unusual for a per person to have a facility and a ranch to be able to for them, but, but we were just, they would thank us so much, and I said, you know, they, they felt grateful and honored, and I said, we feel more grateful by being able to do it than, uh, you know, you being able to use it. So it, it's, it was a give-take, and uh, uh, some things that happened that, that we were, we were uh, grateful that God would let us uh, build build a, a shed that that was uh, much bigger than we originally planned to build. But as time went on and and the raisin business, uh, we needed we needed storage facilities uh, that weren't outside. And the last big rain we had in 1982, a year before we built the shed, was was one of the most disastrous rains we had, and I had 14 stacks covered with plastic, and and when that season was over, I said, I'll never do that again. So that that was probably the biggest encouragement of building a bigger shed than we had originally planned.